This talk was recorded by Campus Outreach Minneapolis, the college ministry of the North Church, as part of the 2023 Summer Training Project. For more information on Summer Training Project or Campus Outreach Minneapolis, visit cominneapolis.org. Great. Well, we'll spend some time looking at a passage together. Why don't you guys in your notebook go ahead and open to page 163. These are the verses we're going to be looking through during all of the weeks for leaders training. So we're going to be looking through 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Would anyone be willing to read that passage for us? I got it. You got it. Thanks, Luke. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. What you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, trust the faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits, since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he completes according to the rules. It is the hardworking farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering, bound with chains as a criminal. But the word of God is not bound. Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Thanks, Luke. So we're really excited to look at this passage each week and spend some time there, because this is really core to who we are as a ministry. And this gives us a really clear task as Christians. So this, these verses are talking about us being poured into so that we can pour into others. And honestly, that's what we're asking you guys to do this summer. Kind of the only thing we're asking you to do is to make sure that you are spending time with the Lord so that you are able to think well for the people that you're leading and to care for them. Um, so before we look at the task that he gives us in the later, ver- uh, the later verses, We're going to look just at the first verse where Paul wants to lay out a foundation for us um, before we start thinking about what we have to do. So why don't you guys go ahead and turn to page 175. There's some space to take some notes there. And we're just going to look at verse 1 today. Spend some time. I've got some questions for us as we're going to study it together. So I'll read it again. It just says, You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So it's very simple, very straightforward, but I do think there is a lot here for us as we're going to face a lot of insecurities this summer, a lot of temptation to compare ourselves to others. Um, So my first question, really easy, this text only has one verb. What is it? Be strengthened. Be strengthened, yep. So next question, who is the one who is doing the strengthening? Yeah, and specifically it says the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So he is the one that is doing the strengthening. How would you guys say in your own words, what does this mean? What does it mean to be strengthened? It's giving energy to be able to do something. Yep, yep. Without that energy, you'd be Right, it's like your source of power for this task. Anything else? What about the passage that we talked about? He's saying, share in suffering as a good 
good soldier. He gives all these different analogies. How do you think the strength relates to those analogies? Um, I think if you look at the, I think it's like Philippians that every athlete likes to use, that I can do all things through Christ in me. Totally. Um, that uh, we can like suffer because Christ uh, is like strengthening us through it. Right. Yeah, each one of the analogies, a soldier, a farmer, and an athlete, is someone who is trying to do something hard that requires strength. And we know this summer, you're going to need strength. You're going to be doing long hours at work. You might have tough conversations in your room. You might have hard situations, suffering that comes up. So you're going to need strength this summer. And we want to know where can we get that strength. So our next question, it's really interesting that Paul gives this command, be strengthened, because it's passive. It's almost like he's saying, let this thing be done to you. So what do you guys think? How do we obey a command be strengthened when he's the one that's doing the work. How does that work? Well, I think when we struggle to do some of these things, we're trying to take it on ourselves to do those things. So just remember that. I mean, just ultimately remember that he's the one doing the work and he's the one giving us our strength. Right. Trying to be dependent on him. Yep. Any other ideas there? And that's our team to look, right? Yeah. Um, where it's being strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So if you're looking to Christ, you can see his grace, and then therefore be strengthened. Yeah, that's great. This passage reminded me of um, another passage, Matthew 11, where Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. A lot of us on staff read a book not too long ago, and the author was talking about how He's saying he's the one that's going to do it. I'm going to give you rest. I'm going to accomplish this thing for you. But you still have to come to me. You have to at least show up um, so that you can receive. And I think there's a similar dynamic going on here where he's saying, be strengthened. Don't close yourself off. Don't try to be independent or self-sufficient this summer. So what do you guys think are ways that we might do that poorly, that we might try to lean on our own strength this summer? Neglect prayer. Yep. Neglect confession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Comparison. Yep. Comparing ourselves to others. Yeah. Kind of trusting in your own knowledge or ability. Definitely. I think maybe majoring on people on leading they're doing like the right thing. Right. Kind of performing. Uh, you know, the right way of project. Yep, yep. Or even if they're just having a good experience, are the people in my room happy? That's one we can put too much pride in. A few others that I wrote down are trusting in our personality. Maybe I feel like I'm a people person, I'm extroverted, so I'm just going to trust in my own strength to love these people well because I feel like I have a capacity for that. Maybe I'm trusting in my fight against sin going well this summer. When it's going well, I feel like, yeah, I've got this. And when it's not, I'm just in too much despair, not trusting in the hope Jesus gives us. Um, Maybe I'm trusting in just being a good worker at my job, a good example um, in the workplace for people this summer. Or I think a really big one for us to compare each other with is, um, am I reading the Bible every morning 
And even more, we can think about, am I being seen reading the Bible in the morning? Do other people think I'm killing it in that area? So I think those are ways that we can not be looking to the strength that Jesus can give us. On the flip side, what are the ways that we can receive the strength that he gives us? What would be good habits this summer? Practical prayer. Yep. I think Hudson Taylor really um, emulates that. It's like he was very practical in his praying. Like yep. it wasn't vague. He really asked God for like the things that he desperately needed. Mm-hmm. So I think like if we want something from God, he invites us to ask. So let's ask and anticipate him answering. Yep. And not getting discouraged when he says no. Yep. That's great. I think that's one for me personally that the last two summers I was down here, I would make sure I had time reading the Bible every day, but I didn't really have a set-aside time to pray and really cast my cares on the Lord and list the things I was anxious or that I wanted to see happen while I was down here, and it would feel like it would kind of just build up over time. So that's something I'm trying to prioritize this summer is make sure I have time alone to pray with the Lord. What are other ways you think we could have habits that help us receive his strength? I think a lot of times we can receive, receive strength from the people around us um, and emulate Christ in that. Um, so accepting help and yeah. um, admitting that we're not, we can't do everything by ourselves. Definitely. Trying to be teachable. Yep. Anything else that might be helpful? Going to bed on time. Yeah. <laughs> That's self-control and discipline. It's hard to go to bed on time when everyone else is doing something you want to do. Mm-hmm. That can be a great way to love other people well. Admitting where you're lacking yeah. and for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It requires vulnerability and honesty. Yep. Uh, to worship Christ, not just like singing, but mm-hmm. like stocking shelves or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Two others Taylor brought up earlier was being open, engaged, and receptive during a talk, trying to think, how can this help me be more like Jesus, love Jesus more? And then being disciplined to have the time set aside for reflection afterwards, and maybe intentionally asking someone else in your room what they thought about it. Um, Those can be great ways to be focusing on the strength that the grace of Jesus will bring you this summer. So that's all we have for this verse in particular. In a minute, we're going to transition and give you guys some time where you're going to sit down and work through a journal tool we have to kind of plan out your week, think about your priorities, plan out who you want to get with for one-on-ones and when, and plan out what you want to do for a D group. Um, But before we do that, why don't you guys turn to page 164, and this is just a little template for what D group might look like for you. So some of you might be really familiar with this, um, and that's okay if you're not. So I'm just going to walk us through this, and you have some flexibility to move these things around, but there are some core pieces that we want you to have at every D group um, that I want to highlight. So the point of the top, it's saying a D group is intentional and formal, meaning you have set aside time to plan for it, which is what we're going to do tonight, and there are expectations. You're not just hanging out with the people in your room, and the purpose is to help each other grow to be more like Jesus. So as we look at, this is something you guys could do exactly or adjust as you want. 
So connecting would be some more just catch up updates, highs and lows. It's the thing most people are familiar with. And then the most important chunk is gonna be time in the word together. So that could be studying more deeply one of the passages that we've read throughout the week. Um, that could be choosing a different passage or something from one of the talks and trying to come up with some good discussion questions for them. A page or two after this, there's a really long list you guys can use in your journal time to maybe think of some possible questions to ask people in your room. And then another core component would be confession, repentance, so a little bit of a deeper update um, where you're trying to be honest and open with each other, um, confessing your sin. I think this is an area where as a leader you really want to kind of set the tone with vulnerability so that you're participants, your roommates feel like it's a safe place for them to be open as well. Um, and then any practical planning you need to do um, for the next week. And then the last major component we would want is prayer together as well. We have a prayer focus each week and then for each other and the things that were confessed. So you can adjust this however you want, but we would say always we want you to have spending time in the Word together, spending time praying together, and spending time confessing sin to one another. And we would want you to have clear expectations for the length of D-Group. Um, we have on here the goal is one and a half hours, but we definitely don't want you to go longer than two hours. It's just nice for people to know um, the expectation. And sharing, um, whether it's the confessing or the just highs and lows, is often what can go long. And so it can be helpful sometimes if you give people just a time, like everybody five minutes, 10 minutes to share um, not because you don't want to hear more, but so that you can love everyone and make sure they get enough. Um, so we're going to have you guys break up and sit with your teams, and then you're going to turn to page, sorry, 176. And this is what we're calling your think tool, and you're going to use this every week to journal through your priorities for the week and to plan. So you're going to do for about 30 minutes this, planning out your week, planning out D-Group, and some staff have been assigned to each team and they'll come and sit nearby so that if you have any questions, you're free to ask them. And then maybe at least within the last five or 10 minutes, you would ask, hey, here's my plan for D-Group. Does this look good? Do you have any feedback? That type of thing. Uh, so why don't you guys go ahead and sit wherever you want, broken up by team, and we'll spend about 25 or 30 minutes going through the think tool. Does anyone have any questions about that? Great, let's get started. Thank you for listening to this message from the 2023 Summer Training Project, hosted by Campus Outreach Minneapolis, the college ministry of the North Church. Please feel free to share this message with others, but don't charge, edit, or alter the content in any way without the written permission of Campus Outreach Minneapolis.